Hey guys, and welcome to the Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report, the first podcast to bring you the local fishing report for Alabama's lakes and rivers, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, presented by Great Days Outdoors Magazine. This week's episode is brought to you by Bucks Island. Bucks Island has been in business since 1948 for all of your new and used boat needs, as well as motor sales and services, and now they have a pro-level tackle store. Boat and motor trade-ins are welcome. Visit them online at bucksislands.com or give them a call at 256-442-2588. Also brought to you by Fish Bites. For over 20 years, Fish Bites has been helping anglers all along the Gulf Coast and around the world put fish in the cooler. Ask for Fish Bites or Fish Bites Fight Club lures or visit fishbites.com. Fish Bites, made in the USA. And also brought to you by Killer Dock Fish Cleaning Stations. Today we're going to profile another common form of dock dysfunction, dirty dock. Have you ever cleaned up a nice mess of fish and then washed your wife's face in disgust when she sees your dirty dock as a result? It happens to all of us who are cleaning fish on old wooden fish cleaning tables that don't slope toward the water. You need dock enhancement. Killer dock fish cleaning stations are marine grade aluminum coated with a ceramic finish that makes cleaning your dirty dock a cinch. The scales and slime drain directly into the water through legs or through the slots. You choose the style. Check out the best fish cleaning stations known to mankind at killerdock.com. What's up, guys, and welcome to the Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report. Hope you guys are having a fantastic week. Man, it's been a gorgeous week. Weather's warm, continue to get warmer. I know we've had a few little showers pop up in the afternoons here and there, but not a whole lot. So, man, I am, I'm looking forward to seeing what the fishermen are doing around the state and bringing you guys a good report today. So, man, let's get to segment one. Love having this guy on. Missed him the last few weeks, and I've uh, been looking forward to getting him on. Always love to have Captain Steve Graziano. Graz, what's going on down there in Eufaula? Brian, long time no here. I know, man, right? We got to do better. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot going on this week. We got the Toyota down here. It starts tomorrow. And so, of course, we had the Alabama Bass Trail uh, last week, and uh you know, lakes, the lake's down, way down right now. So, uh, and I found out yesterday why it's down. Talked to uh, Jack Tibbs, the mayor. You know, me and Jack grew up together. We went to the same high school and everything. We were both Army brats, but that's beside the point. But I did call him up yesterday, and he told me why the water was down. Because, you know, nobody's, we were all trying to figure it out. Well, come to find out they've got a uh, turbine or whatever that they're needing to replace down at Fort Gaines Dam. And the only way to get it there is by barge. And so it's coming up from Florida from Seminole. And so they had to raise the water down there for it to to get get there, from what I understand is what he told me yesterday. So that explains why the water is down. Right. They've been letting that water out of Eufaula to build up the river down below it. That's right. So they get that big barge. You know, years ago, they used to run barges down down the river. And of course, they hadn't done that in years. But something like that, you can't, you can't transport it by truck. You know, that's a big old thing. So it's got to yeah. be by barge. So that's, that's what the deal is. So, Well, how's that affected the fishing? Well, it, it was a tough tournament. Uh, the ABT, was a, it was a tough one. We only had one 20-pound bag, which is 
kind of strange for this time of year, but it was kind of a catch 22. Uh, the water was down and, uh, the fish are in transition basically. Um, and it's still basically the same this week. I think I'm hearing a lot of, of course I've been practicing. I'm in the Toyota series as well, but, uh, it, it, the, the fish are in transition right now. The bass are pretty much spawn is over with. You do have, uh, the end of a shad spawn. A lot of the grass is out of the water because the water's down. So it's just, it's, it's moved the fish in places that they don't normally uh, are at. And so it's, it's tough right now. It's tough. Yeah. That, uh, how was the tournament last weekend? What ended up winning that? What weight? Uh, it was a 20 pounds and some change. I think it was like 26, 63, something like that. And, uh, it was, uh, it was a shad spawn bite pretty much from what I understand. And, uh, most of the people that did well caught them shallow. So, most of the locals didn't do very well. I was in that one. I didn't, you know, we, we had fish on to get a check, but it just didn't, it didn't pan out. Most of the locals didn't, didn't do very good in that tournament though. It always blows my mind how that happens. And you see it all the time. You really do. I mean, you'll see, you'll see the local guys do really well in tournaments, but then every now and then it seems like, especially when the water conditions are different um it, it's you know people come in that don't know the lake is good and, and have a real good tournament and you and you're scratching your head going how this happened because this is my home lake but i i don't know i i think you know when we're on our home lake we know it so well you've got all those spots in your mind where you know you're gonna fish and you hit them but People come in from out of town that that may not know the lake as well, and they just go looking for fish, and they and they and they stumble up on something that nobody knows about. I have to agree with you. Sometimes the you, and they always say fish the conditions, and uh, the problem is, you know, if, on your home lake, you've got all these uh, sugar plums in the back of your head, yeah. and and you keep go well, you you're kind of fishing history and. You know, you need to kind of just uh, reboot is what you need to do and clear all that out and start from scratch. But it's hard to do. It's hard to do. It's hard to you, do. Yeah. It's, well, because you, you remember where, well, I caught them here a few days ago. I caught them here a few weeks ago. And this has always been a yeah. good spot, solid spot for me. Let me go try it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, it's just, exactly right. And, and it's not just like you fall. It's any lake. Any I mean, lake. that can happen on any lake. That's right. Hundred percent. And so uh, you got all you got the weather involved, water temperature, moon phases. I mean, we just got through with a full moon. We're on the backside, and so uh, you know the thing that I think hurt this lake was really them drawing that water down about a month ago. They did you know to get that uh, deal coming up from down there. So I just. You know, it, I think it's going to be a tough tournament, the uh, Toyota Series. I really do. I think it's going to be tough. But yeah. there's go well, you got some good fishermen now. I mean, uh, they're going to catch them, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but, that, that'll uh, be some, you know, I mean, you fellas got some. Golly, man, it wasn't last time we talked, you were catching some freaking pigs. I mean, we. Y'all got yeah, the big was, fish. That was pre pre spawn. Boy, that pre spawn was something else. It's just uh so now that the fish have spawned and the uh shad spawn is winding down, 
the the temperature of the uh, water has gone up. It's going to be probably in the high 70s, maybe tomorrow. And by the end of the tournament, it may even push to 80 surface temp. So these fish are, there, there's some fish out now. There's some fish out, but not many. You know, they're, they're in transition is what I would call it. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. going to follow the shad out. And uh, the shad haven't pulled out, you know, 100%. So it's, so, it's, uh, it's going to be a really interesting tournament. Somebody that can figure it out, it's going to be interesting. Well, and I know you've got the, you've got the tournament, that, you know, and it's a big tournament this weekend. And so, uh, I don't want you giving away too many secrets today, but you know, no, I'm not, I don't want to, cause I'm in it, but that's you know, right. I, well, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is, but there's somebody's going to do well. Somebody will figure, figure it out. Yeah. So just more of a generic statement. If you were going out tomorrow, where would you, what kind of areas would you be looking for fish? I guess, you know, there's, there's some talk. Uh, I'm talking to some of the anglers that are in the tournament. Cause you can, you can talk to them. You can't talk to other people, but you can talk to people that are in the tournament. And I'm hearing, from them that they're catching them shallow even though the water's down now i don't know where they're catching them but i'm hearing you know parts of the lake they're they're catching them shallow so Mm -hmm. which is uh not what i'm wanting to do 100 percent. right not with the water down it doesn't doesn't fit my but you know there are some fish out deep but not real deep Yeah. Well, let's just put it this put it this way: offshore. So, I'm hearing reports people getting bit on frogs. I mean, you know, they're throwing Dang. a frog. Top water might be on. Yes, sir. Uh, but you got to be in the right place. So, you know, it, it, it's it'll be interesting to see what happens with this tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man. Well, you know, we definitely wish you the best of luck in it. Well, it ain't about me. I'm, you know, I'm just let everybody know about the lake and what's going on, the reasons why it's down, and you know. Hey, and, we can uh, still, we can still, we can still root. We can still well, root for I our would. guys that get on the show and and contribute. And there's a couple of you guys and you follow that that man are are good to us, and and we we always hope y'all do good in the tournaments. That's for sure. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, uh, you you start paying the entry fees that they want for this tournament, and you you need to get your money back. <laughs> You're right. See, you know what I mean? That's right. <laughs> that's, no that's doubt. That's a whole lot of money. I hear that's you. a whole lot of money put up. But well, uh, I'm just not used to fishing the Toyota series. I figure, well, let me let me try it. You know, you might as well, right? It's there. It's at your home lake, and and you you got as good a shot as anybody. Well, you go from BFLs to Toyota, and that's a pretty big step when it comes to you know, entry fees and stuff. So, yeah. hey, um, I'm all in it for MLF. They're good people. Absolutely. Well, man, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's get you some more entry fee guided trips booked. And, and, uh, man, we, we, we love to, to help you out any way we can there. And what would be the best way for people to contact you if they want to book a trip? You can get me at, at grazasguideservice.com. You can also call me at 706-593-4192, my phone number. I'm on Facebook, and uh, I'm on uh, Lake Follow Fishing Guides also. So awesome. I'm there also. So, But, um, you know, uh, I'll be ready to roll right after this tournament. 
Heck yeah, man. Well, y'all, y'all, uh, get on his website or check him out on, on, on one of his social media or give him a call and book a trip with him. Uh, Steve's he drives is one of the good guys, man. And, and we love him being part of this show and he catches fish. He sends me, I get pictures that everybody don't get to see. So, uh, I can tell you he's catching them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we are. Yeah. Hey, well, good luck to you this weekend, man. And, uh, I'll be checking on Brian, you. Good to hear you. from you. Yes, sir. Always good, good to, to hear, hear from, from you, buddy. All right, buddy. All Stay right safe now. out there. Thank you. Holler at you later. Appreciate it, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, guys, let's take a couple minutes and hear from a few of this week's sponsors. This segment was brought to you by TexasHunter.com. Since 1954, Texas Hunter Products has produced the best engineered and finest quality feeders and hunting blinds in the industry. The Texas Hunter brand has become synonymous with quality and durability. By sticking to premier standards, the company delivers tough, long-lasting products that meet the real-life needs of anglers and hunters across America. Their fish feeders, deer feeders, hunting blinds, and outdoor accessories are among the highest rated in the industry. You can trust that your purchase from Texas Hunter Products will meet your needs for generations to come. To learn more, visit TexasHunter.com. Also by OutdoorAlabama.com. That's where I learned the basics of how to hunt and fish, including what's in season and which license to buy. Learn more at OutdoorAlabama.com. Go hunt. Go fish, get outdoors. This message was brought to you by the Alabama Department of Conservation and Natural Resources. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. Uh, great first segment with Graz. Y'all give him a call down in New Fall, a book a trip with him. Graz, we're going to be watching you this weekend. Good luck in the Toyota series. Hope it goes well. Hey, guys, I wanted to mention something real quick. I got a great friend of mine, grew up one of my best friends. Moved out to Colorado, actually started his own drink company called Lifestyle MD. And he actually sent me some samples this week. And it's kind of like, you know, liquid IV type powder that you can carry in a pack. So it's convenient. You can pour it in your water. But man, I would say it's kind of a, a rehydration. They've got different ones for, I mean, if you're, if you you know, they got it with caffeine in it, they've got them for sleep at night. He's got a whole different line of products, but I've been out in the sun a lot lately, definitely needed to hydrate. And I have gone through all that he sent me and put in an order because it tastes great. It mixed well. And more importantly, it freaking works. And, uh, the website, if you guys are interested is www.lifestylemd.world. And a butch hunter, like I said, great friend of mine, Alabama guy. Started, let's get behind this guy, man. Let's help him out. Y'all get on the website, put in an order. I'm going to have him on next week because I love this product so much. I, I want to have him on to talk more detail about it and uh, get the word out there. And let's spread the word and help Alabama native guy get his business going uh, with a great product. But, hey, let's get to segment two. Love having this guy on. Hadn't had him in a minute. Been too long. So welcome back to the show, Dip McMillan. What's going on, Dip? Nothing much, buddy. I'm glad to be here, man. Hey, I'm glad you're here, man. Glad you're here. Glad you we were able to catch up and uh and get you back on. I know you have been wearing the fish out down on the Tensaw River in South Alabama. Yes, sir, man. That's that bite has turned on. Finally got the river stage back right, man. It's been flooded for a while and um uh, 
those fish is hunger right now, man. They've been biting nonstop. That's awesome, man. When you say the water's back right, is it up, down, current? What makes it right down there? I mean, because you, you got a whole different system than the rest of the state of Alabama. Totally different fishing world down there. So what makes those conditions right? Well, a lot of rain up north, man, make it horrible down here. We, we get a lot of rain down here. Usually that water don't rise that much. But we get some up there by um, Claiborne Clay, Lock and Dam or north. That water got to come down, man. So it come down here and it flood this river out. So very steam rise about eight to nine foot and we'll flood it. So, um, so like right now, bear steam is around three and a half to four foot. And that's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. Does the current have a lot to do with how you crappie fish? I mean, uh, so many yes, of sir. our lakes uh, up here has it, it, you know, I know it has a lot to do with some of our lakes with our bass fishermen and our crappie fishermen, but how does it affect y'all got the title? I mean, y'all got a whole different system. How does the current affect you guys? Um, the current affects us big time because if you fish in the main river down here, you cannot. You have to go off in the in the creeks or in the lake to get off that main river because the current's so bad. I mean, it, I mean, you you couldn't stay put. I mean, you couldn't get your bait. I don't care what kind of weight you use. You couldn't get your bait down in the right depth. And yeah. that current is so bad, and they have all these big logs and all this trash flowing down. So you have no choice when the water's up like that to get out that current and go in the lake. Or the creek to get out that um, swift water. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, the the fish I'm assuming they're they're through spawning down there more than likely. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt. These fish have they moved back out in some deeper water? Yeah, um, in certain areas, but they are definitely done with the spawn. But these fish down here, man, is holding tight on structure, man. They're not suspended that much. These fish down here is in. Right now, in six to ten foot of water, but when we get back in June and July, they'll go a little deeper. But right now, six to ten foot of water on structure, and I mean they are thick on structure. You know, in a lot of these lakes in Alabama that we have, a lot of these reservoir lakes, it's got some extremely deep water, and a lot of the structure that you're fishing around, you can't see with your naked eye. The only way you know it's there is with your electronics and you know, maybe you've built it yourself and put structure out or whatever. Are you fishing, mainly do you fish structure that you can see like lay downs and things like that? No, sir. You'll never, the way I fish, um, you'll never see me fish or lay down because it's a mind thing to me, but I, I figured that if I can see it, everybody else can see it. So mm. I target, I target underwater structure, whether I put out condos or just Use my side scan, man, and try to find me some logs or anything underwater right now in seven to ten foot of water. And my low rents, man, that's a game changer. I mean, I got the live scope too, but my low rents, it'll let me know how many fish down there. And when I put the live scope on it, that's a whole different ball game then. Well, that, that live scope's a game changer with this crappie fishing, isn't it? Absolutely game changer, but it'll let you know how the fish is active or what. And like, like last weekend, it wasn't by the minimum, man. So I was tossing some hair jigs i made from um made the other day man it was, they was working so it's it's just different down here man we don't have that tide i mean we have a tide we're not we don't fish in lakes down here but we fish we go with the tide man and last week was an absolutely learning experience if you didn't know how to fish the tide man morning was beautiful but the fish wasn't biting that tide changed around two o'clock every day late last week 
and those fish was unreal, man. What kind of what kind of size crappie? Y'all? Well, well, two questions on the crappie is one is the size, and two are is it mainly black or white cock crappie down there? Basically, what you what area you fishing on the tensaw? We usually gonna catch blacks. Now, some a few white crappies down here on the tensaw, but um, we usually gonna catch blacks and. We got a lot of juveniles down here too in certain areas, but um, you you average a good um a good limit. You'll get about three or four, fourteen to fifteen inches. Other than that, it's going to be um nine and a half to um twelve. Me personally, I don't keep them if they ten and over. I don't keep the uh, the nine and nine and a half because there's nothing on them, man. So I just keep them ten and ten and above. Yeah, throw them other ones back. Let them grow up yes, a little sir. bit. Just right for the, just, yeah, keep them ones you can put in the frying pan, right? Oh, no doubt, man, no doubt. So you you are, do you predominantly fish uh, shiners or uh, it sounds like you do fish a lot of shiners, but are you predominantly shiners? Are you fishing, this depends on the time of year and what the fish are doing. Man, here lately though, um, um, I use botwell beta and tackle. Here lately, I haven't fished with a shiner in about three months until this coming up weekend, this past weekend. I had a few um, guided, Dippy Outdoor donation guided trips, and I went and got some shiners just to be on the safe side. And, man, a couple, couple of trips, man, we used four or five shiners, and that's it. It was just strictly jigs. But, man, I don't know, man. I just here lately just been nothing but hair jigs and some ATX lures from my buddy Kyle Reed, mate. I mean, that's all I've been using, man. And I, I got a couple of hair jigs, man. I'm telling you, I think them jokes are better than a minute right now. Kind of, what color are you like? Me, per, uh, purple, I like the, uh, I got one that call it the Great Ghost, man. Um, it's, um, then I got one, it's a orange crush, but it's orange with a chartreuse tail. Uh, those two jigs right there, man, it's just been unbelievable. That's awesome. That's awesome. How, you, you, you know, it's, it's obviously a great time of year right now. You're, you're catching a lot of crappie. How long will this last, or, or or does it does it last all summer? Or I know the fish will change a little bit, but this time right now, where you're just smashing them on this on this any cover that you find from six to ten, uh, will will this last a while? It will last all summer. It will last all summer until the fall. Now they may go a little deeper in certain areas, but this bite right here will last all summer long. I mean. This is my favorite time of the year. Miss this time of the year in the fall bike. It's it. I mean, they will not change. I had Captain Lee Pitts on here last week up at Needley Henry and Weiss and and he's like, Brian, we're we're done crappie fishing for the year. For the most part, we're done. Uh and and I mean those are famous crappie lakes, right? I mean, those are those lakes are known as being meccas for crappie and, and giant crappie. But yes, he's sir. like he's like, Man, it this when those fish come off the bed and then they they move out a little bit and he said but then like this time of year he said they start moving out to deeper water and they're just roaming they're not set up on structure and he said we we we're done till the fall man isn't that crazy that's crazy man it's unbelievable yeah that's not like down here man you can find you some structure i mean from here to october and just hammer them man just get tired of catching them that's awesome that's awesome. So you guys listening that may uh may be fishing these reservoirs up here on the Coosa or the the Talapusa or, or some of these bigger lakes and where the fish start crappie start shutting it down, 
drive down there to Mobile, man, get on that Tensaw River, and uh, call Dip. He'll help you out, put you on him. I sure will. Yeah, well, Dip, tell me real quick about you. I know you, you mentioned you got Dippy Outdoors. Is that right? Yes, sir, Dippy Outdoors. Yeah, so just give us a little background on that. Kind of tell us what you guys do. Yeah, Dippy Outdoors is mainly about getting the kids involved in the outdoors, whether it's hunting or fishing. But this time of year, is just nothing but fishing. And I do donation guided trips. All those guided trips we get um, throughout the year, man. We use that through at August the 12th at our um, Dippy Outdoors Crappie Kids Tournament. And uh, we hold a huge kids tournament at Hubbard's Landing, Stockton, Alabama. And um, every kid come up there during that day fishing with us, and um, they go out and compete. But at the end of the day, all those kids get uh, uh, everything is free, too. They don't have to pay nothing. So they get a, a rod and reel shirts and this year they get a um they've got a kayak we got a um uh, a brand new um utility trailer gonna be um raffle off to one lucky kid so angle coolers yeti coolers so these kids gonna be taking home a lot of prizes so every donation crappy trip goes towards that to make this event huge and last year we had 74 kids and this year we're looking to have close to 100 man so that's, that's what Dippy Outdoors is all about, man. Just playing, getting the kids in the outdoors was unofficial. Dippy, you're a good man. You're a good man. I appreciate what you're doing. I know the kids and their families appreciate what you're doing. Guys, if you're listening and, uh, man, you want to help out, uh, I'm sure that the Dip would be glad to, to take any help that he could get on this, whether it's from a sponsorship standpoint or, what, or if you want to book a trip with him, book a trip and all that will the the for the for the guided trip will will be money that's going to go toward this so if somebody wants to find out more about your charity event the kids event or or dippy outdoors where can they go to find out and if they want to book a trip with you what's the best way for them to reach you Man, all of that information is on um, Dippy Outdoors Facebook, and they'll see all the information. Um, they can send me a message. My phone number is on there, too. They can text me or call me anytime. So all that information is on Facebook. All they have to type in, Dippy Outdoors. We'll pull up, and we'll contact them as um, soon as possible. I'm doing it right now, man. I, don't, I, I found you on here already. That didn't take long. <laughs> awesome. Good stuff, man. Hey, I always appreciate you. Stay safe out there, man. We look forward to having you on again soon, brother. All right, bud. I appreciate you, man. All right, man. Take care. All right. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Let's take a couple more minutes and hear from a few more of this week's sponsors. This segment was brought to you by Southeastern Pond Management. Since 1989, Southeastern Pond Management has been a leader in pond and lake management services. If you own a pond or a lake anywhere in the Southeast, Southeastern Pond Management can evaluate the health of your pond and then work with you individually to put together the right plan to get what you want out of your body of water. Through electrofishing, liming, fertilizing, and weed control, Southeastern Pond Management is the one-stop shop to help you produce more healthy trophy fish than ever before and if you're interested in building a new pond or lake give these guys a call to help evaluate your land and design the best possible body of water for you if you're anywhere in the southeast schedule an obligation free consulting with one of their biologists by calling 1-888-830-POND or check them out on sepond.com also brought to you by national land realty 
Hey guys, this is Brian Sin, and not only am I the host of the Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report, but I am also a land agent for National Land Realty. Hey, you guys already trust me with bringing you the fishing report from around the state of Alabama, but if you have any needs with wanting to sell property or looking for property to purchase, hey, give me a shout. I would love to help you. My number is 601-383-2344. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Love that second segment, and it sounds like Dip is is killing the crappie down there on the Tinsaw. What a fun place to fish, man. I grew up fishing down there in that area, and it's a different way of fishing and an awesome way of fishing. And uh, they got a ton of crappie, ton of bass down there too. So, man, if it gets slow where you are, contact Dip. Take a trip down there to uh, South Alabama and, and enjoy some different waters. But, man, let's get to segment three. Always love having my man Jason Whitehead on here with the Tennessee River Report. What's going on, Jason? Hey, man. How you been, buddy? I'm bug around and kicking. I got nothing to complain about. Been staying busy. Uh, that's what I'm talking about, man. I know you're doing a lot of fishing. Absolutely. I mean, it's Gunnersville in May. I, I'm all about it. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, that kind of goes without saying that the fishing's pretty good right now. Oh yeah, man, it's it's been amazing. The last couple of weeks have been unreal. What uh, well, so what are what are you doing right now? There's depending on the current, there's a little ledge bite that they're starting to ease their way out there. So we had that cooler weather up until this week. Uh, water temperature still been around, you know, upper sixties and seventy. We haven't hit the back above seventy mark until this week. We got some days in the eighties, so. This week, the lake changed totally different than last week, but in a good way. So there's brim that are moving up. The brim are starting to get on bed. Shellcracker getting on bed. The bigger bass are following them. And then you also got some of the bass that are starting to work their way offshore. Not got all the way out there yet, but they're starting to get there. So, I mean, it's it's kind of a pick-your-poison deal now, man. I mean, if you want to go throw creek worm shallow, you can catch some fish. If you want to go offshore and crank an 8 or 10 XD, you can catch some that way, too. Yeah, it sounds like you are you catching some big some good fish right now. Oh yeah, we've had uh, I had last week. I don't know when it started and stopped, but we had six six consecutive days with over twenty two pounds. Good gracious! The, big, the biggest being twenty nine. There was a tournament on last Saturday. There was a tournament. Um, can't remember. I think it was a salt the salt invitational or something something along those lines out of Goose Pond, and they had sixty to eighty boats in it. Twenty three pounds didn't cut a check. Good night. So it is. You got to be around them, but when you do get around them, they're big. So what? How are you fishing right now? A little bit of both, honestly. We go shallow on the days that uh, we don't have a lot of current. We'll work our way and we'll fish brim beds, shallow grass, uh, scatter grass back in the pockets, frog bites cranking up. No, we've talked about that before. Yeah. Um, we've caught some on a frog. Um, and then when we go offshore, I've been throwing um, a demolition swim bait that actually helped design the color of it, but it's a demolition swim bait. I've been throwing it and um, a mean mouth football jig and just dragging it across shell bars offshore. And I don't mean like really deep. I mean like, you know, eight to 10 foot bars. Yeah. Dang, man. It sounds like it's just, uh, it's kicked up and, and it's, I mean, like you said, we're getting some of these warmer days and, uh, man, it, the outlook's probably good for the next several weeks, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's going to be, it'd be great. I mean, the lake's still getting a ton of pressure. I mean, it's gonna still. So if you find an area that's got bigger ones in there, you just kind of hunker down and, um, 
keep fishing. The good thing about it right now is for anybody, you don't have to have a live scope. You don't have to even have a side scan. All you got to do is grab a Cinco or a, a trick worm and go shallow and you'll still catch fish. Like there's still opportunity of a 20 plus pound bag in less than five foot of water right now. Cause you have all the brim beds that are moving up. You know, those bass, the bigger bass get around those brim beds. They love that. So are you looking, I mean, when you're fishing and, and talking about the brim specifically, are you looking for the beds while you're fishing and then fishing around them? Yep. Yep. It is. They are easy to spot on here. If I put less, I mean, the water's fairly clear. You know, I mean, we haven't got a whole lot of rain. And even if we did, I mean, the water, you know, the grass and it filters through and, you know, you just don't get a lot of muddy water. So the key is to stay back, you know, wear polarized glasses. I wear coasters. Wear polarized glasses. Keep your way, way back off of it and just look. Like, you'll see it'll look dark, dark green like grass. And then all of a sudden you'll see a bright spot that almost looks like the bottom. You're like, man, that's the bottom. That's too shallow. I mean, it, it, that's a brim bed. If it's not a brim bed, it's a different type of bed. It could be, you know, older crappie beds. It could be a few bass beds all mixed in together. There may be fry garters up there because we have that too. A um, little bit of fry garters, and you just take that Cinco or a trick worm, you throw it over there, and work it through that open area in the grass. Work it through that open area, and that's when you're going to get bit. What a fun way to fish. It's a blast. It's so much fun. And that's why I've kind of been rotating between the offshore swim bait and crankbait and the jig bite offshore. But, man, just turning all the electronics off and going up there shallow and cruising and just looking for those, man, that's a lot of fun. And my clients have really enjoyed it, too, because they get to see multiple aspects throughout the day. You know, I get to show them two different two different ways to catch them. Right. And it's, we've had a lot of fun. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, it sounds like you own them, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You mentioned the frog bite, too, and, I mean, that's that's famous up there in Gunnersville uh, when it gets on. I mean, it is is it a – I guess I always kind of thought of it more like in the fall. I don't know why. Maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm mis- messed up right there. Yeah, and well, the, the fall frog bite is kind of just a staple because you get – a lot of the mats and then the fish get under the mats like canopies. I mean, there's some matted up areas now, not many, but there are some areas where the grass is actually topped out. The biggest thing with the frog is we have so much floating eel grass and floating grass and a ton of boats. I mean, we've talked about that before too. When you get a hundred boats on the water and they all go across this eel grass flat, you know, it's just like mowing your lawn. All that stuff floats up. Would I rather throw a spook and a pawpaw? Absolutely. Can I? Uh-uh. It ain't happening. So I, my go-to is a frog because I'm not constantly trying to clean up treble hooks. Plus, it's just damn fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's just it fun. I mean, you got a big rod, big line, big hooks. like, and, and you can downsize the frog a little bit to like a junior size and get more bites. That's a good tip right there. Yeah, a pound and a half, two pound fish. I mean, they don't, they won't, they'll eat a big frog on a good day, but just downsize your frog. A big one will still eat it too, but just downsize the frog a little bit. Um, much like we do in the fall, we'll add some rattles and weights and so on and so forth. I'm sure we'll have that, that conversation again um, later this year before that bite cranks up. You know, just tweak it a little bit. And the same thing, you're covering water. So, I'll pick up the frog while I'm searching for the beds. And then I'm constantly just throwing over top of grass or 
you know, I'm cruising down the bank, just covering grass, covering water, covering water with a frog. And then I see that light spot. I lay the frog down. I pick the sinko up and right over there to it. Awesome, man. Beautiful stuff. Hey, if yeah. you're obviously on the fish right now and it's a great time to be in Gunnerville. If somebody wants to book a trip with you, Jason, how's the best way for them to reach you? My cell phone, I, I keep on me all the time. It's 256 uh, 530 3306. Um, I got the website. It's uh, AL abbreviation for Alabama AL Elite Fishing Guide.com. I got Facebook, Instagram. I mean, if they just search Alabama Elite Fishing Guide or Jason Whitehead under Google search, I'll populate. Good stuff, man. Jason, I appreciate it, buddy. Stay safe out there, man. Look forward to talking to you again soon, brother. Sounds good, man. All right. Take care. See ya. All right, guys. Let's take a couple more minutes and hear from some more of this week's sponsors. This segment was brought to you by Photonist Defense, Masters of Darkness. Photonist Defense is proud to offer the PD Pro line of night vision systems. The PD Pro series is the world's smallest and lightest night vision goggles built around the Photonist 16 millimeter filmless 4G image intensifier tubes and our hybrid filmless 18 millimeter image intensifier tubes. These ultralight, ultra-compact night vision systems deliver the cleanest image, best resolution, smallest, most transparent halo, and best overall performance and function of any night vision system available. The PD Pro line consists of the PD Pro M 16mm monocular, the PD Pro B 16mm binocular, and the PD Pro Q panoramic night vision system. Photonist Defense, Masters of Darkness. Also brought to you by Baker's Metalworks and Dixie Supply. Baker Metalworks and Dixie Supply offer numerous items to help you get your project done right the first time. They carry a variety of different panel profiles in your choice of colors and gauges with all the matching trim and accessories. They also offer a full line of hardware items and post-frame building designs. Their friendly and knowledgeable sales representatives are always willing to help answer any questions or concerns you may have. Contact them with any questions or get a free estimate today. Baker's Metalworks and DC Supply, your metal roofing headquarters. And brought to you by NorthAlabama.org. Are you looking for a real adventure? Whether you are experienced or just a weekend angler looking to land a big one, North Alabama is the place to go for your next fishing expedition. North Alabama is home to eight picturesque lakes, Pickwick, Wilson, Wheeler, Weiss, Smith, Neely Henry, Lake Gunnersville, and Bear Creek Lakes. Each lake is well-stocked with a variety of fish, and in North Alabama, fishing is great year-round. For more information, visit www.northalabama.org and click on Plan to download a North Alabama fishing guide. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Hey, what a great show we've had today, man. We have gone from one end of the state to the other. I mean, we've got the Mobile Delta, we've got Eufaula, we've got the Tennessee River, of course, and it sounds like the fishing's pretty dadgum good on all those areas. But that's going to be a wrap for this week's show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please take a minute to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review wherever you listen. And if you'd like us to email you the show, we'll do it each and every week. All you have to do is text the word FISHING to 314-665-1767. We'll email it to you every week. Hey, guys, stay safe out there. We'll talk to you all again next week.
This week's Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report was brought to you by l and Marine has something for everyone, from small hunting boats, pontoon boats, to bigger bay boats, offshore boats, and hybrids. l and Marine LLC prides itself on its customer service and knows how important it is to be taken care of and to have someone you can trust. They are locally owned and regularly support the community. L&M Marine provides superior customer service and has an entire team that consists of professional sales members, financial experts, service technicians, and a knowledgeable parts and accessory staff to support you. Go visit their friendly, reliable, and experienced staff now locally owned six miles north of I-10 on 34600 Highway 59 in Stapleton, Alabama, or call 251-937-1380. And by MB Ranch King Hunting Blinds and Feeders are built to last right here in the USA. We also offer high quality, easy to use corn and protein feeders that can be filled with both feet on the ground. Call Kevin today for more information or get a quote at 205-807-2937. MB Ranch King, built in the pursuit of perfection. And by Fish Bites. For over 20 years, Fish Bites has been helping anglers all along the Gulf Coast and around the world put fish in the cooler. Ask for Fish Bites or Fish Bites Fight Club lures or visit fishbites.com. Fish Bites, made in the USA. And brought to you by Hilton's Real-Time Navigator, bringing you the highest quality online satellite fishing charts since 2004. Your source for sea temps, altimetry, currents, and watercolor at hiltonsoffshore.com. And brought to you by the Alabama Marine Resources Division reminds all recreational anglers possessing gray trigger fish, greater amberjack, or red snapper that they must report these fish through snapper check before they are landed in Alabama. For more information about Snapper Check, please visit OutdoorsAlabama.com. And by Great Days Outdoors Magazine. Pick up a Great Days Outdoors Magazine subscription and become a better Southern outdoorsman. You can save and buy online at GreatDaysOutdoors.com. And this episode is brought to you by AFCO. Family owned and operated, AFCO fishing apparel and tackle are designed to handle the harshest elements. Visit AFCO.com for on-the-water performance gear.